Welcome to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and I'm a social selling obsessed educator with a passion for health, fitness, and all things marketing and systems. We're all about delivering results producing strategies and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. You're going to learn about all things marketing and see what actually works. It's true that success leaves clues. Take it from one of our very own listeners, Dana, who left this review. Hey, Ashley, honestly, thank you so much for being you and doing what you do. I've loved every minute of this episode. It's really got my brain going and I can't wait to listen to more. I've done your free done for you five day and I purchased the 20 done for you posts and I simply cannot say how amazing my interaction with people was when I was using your posts. One day I will have purchased all of what you offer. Thank you again for you. XO Dana. Dana, thank you so much for this review. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated to grow your business or enjoying all the marketing tips, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Leave me a rating or review and I may just share your message right here on the podcast. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and we are digging into engaging content. Where does it actually come from? I hear from people running online businesses all the time that they are never sure what to post, that their lives are way too boring, and they have a really hard time coming up with great content. And so that's what we're going to be diving into today, how to come up with super engaging content that you're actually never really guessing if it's going to work or not. Now, that being said, I think the important thing to remember about content is that There is some trial and error, but there is a way to be more scientific with what you are testing so that it's not a total shot in the dark and it's not complete spraying and praying, but you do have a method to which you are finding those ideas, but then there is a component of testing them and actually seeing what your audience is drawn to and what they actually engage with. Let's start off by talking about where to actually come up with this strategy of what content is going to be engaging to your audience. I want you to think about your social media feed as some windows into your business, into your personal life, all with the objective to build trust, likability, and rapport. Some of the key things that are important to consider when you're thinking about the type of content that you want to come up with is you do want to have some behind the scenes of who you are as a person and what you're personal life is about because that is going to connect with people and draw them in. So I like to think about, you know, my role as a mom as one of the things that helps to define who I am and connect me with other entrepreneurs because I get it, you know, mom life, working in the cracks of your day. Like those are all things that are going to be easy for me to talk about. Before I had a child, I used to talk about my dog a lot, which again, like there's a lot of things that connect me with other people that have pets and love their dogs and all the crazy things that our dog brew, a Boston Bulldog does in a day. That is one of the things that will connect you thinking about your personal life and some of the things that you do that way. Another thing I would be thinking about is we love to travel. So including some of those things in my social media is an important piece of helping me connect with other people that like adventure and like to travel. and. It doesn't mean that you're always traveling. Like that's definitely not the case, especially with COVID. It more so could be exploring new areas, new trails, like whatever I am doing. Maybe it's drooling over pictures of the Maldives. Like it doesn't have to be 
all about just traveling, but it's thinking about what are the behind the scenes things that you actually do around that area. So travel. So I guess we could maybe categorize that as a hobby. So we've got personal and we've got hobbies. Another thing you want to think about is what does the behind the scenes look like as an entrepreneur? So if I were to catch you maybe in your office, what does that look like? And what are some of the projects that you're working on? What are you really excited about? What podcast are you recording? You know, that sort of idea. That is another great topic that you can talk about. So another idea could be the personal development that you're currently consuming. This is good for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, you can kind of force yourself to be always reading something new, listening to a new podcast, like having that motivation to do that. I think that that is a really great way to stay inspired. And that is going to keep you full of fresh ideas to be able to post about, talk about, put on your stories, that sort of idea. So personal development is another really great one. Then you want to think about what are the things in your industry that kind of keep you connected with that. So for example, if you're in the health and fitness industry, then you may be posting about your workouts and you know some of the new recipes you're trying, some things you're learning about nutrition, those sort of ideas. So having something industry specific is going to be really important as well. And then I think that there is definitely room for education and entertainment. And I'm going to talk about these two topics a little bit differently because what we've done is we've sort of, you know, those first topics we've talked about, the personal development, the personal, your hobbies, that can be specific to whoever you are as an entrepreneur. But this next component around the entertaining and the educational, this is really where you need to dial it in with your audience. The other components, you know, you're not going to check with your audience like, well, is it okay if I have children or not? Like, no, that's just you. You got to do you. But these other areas are where there is more finesse. You don't want to just be educating about things to educate people on them. It does take a little bit more research and work to determine where you need to go here and how to make sure that you're on track with what you're actually talking about. Let's talk about some of the areas that you want to make sure you research to make sure that you are on the right track. So when it comes to educating, you need to find out what your ideal customer is asking and what questions are lying in their mind. Before we can think about that, I think it's important to understand the customer value journey because the purpose of showing up on social media is really not just to educate somebody. It's to actually get them to take the next specific action that you want them to take. And I think this is sort of a, a big unknown for a lot of online entrepreneurs or a lot of online marketers is that they don't really understand that connection. They think, oh, I just have to share my story on social media. That is actually not the only case. Like sharing your story is not going to get you to six or seven figures. What is going to get you to that next level is if you understand that the purpose of social media is to create awareness and engagement, but ultimately you want to move them to the next step, which is subscribing. So getting them on to your email list because you have a much better chance of having a very direct, more one-on-one -on -one conversation with them there than you would ever have on social media, just relying on social media posts. I need to understand that your content should really drive them to subscribing to a freebie or some form of value. As you can probably tell, 
it's not just as easy as just selecting random content because the content definitely has to connect to what they might be subscribing to and ultimately what your offer is about. Really, when it comes to content, if we're going to peel back the layers and we're there, we're peeling back the layers, then we do have to start with that core offer in mind. Let's say I am a health and fitness coach and my core offer is my coaching. And ultimately, I want you to work with me and Perhaps my unique mechanism in which I work with people is how to have a, let's just say, a bikini body at any time. Uh, This is actually one of our private strategy clients that we worked with. This was her product offering. And what she ultimately could help people do is always feel ready to put on a bikini. With that in mind, that was her, you know, unique selling proposition. And her offer was to work one on one with her in that regard in her coaching program. So to back that out, when we look at what are they actually going to subscribe to, if you think about the psychology of this person and what they might be interested in, then you want to think about what are all the things that might be irresistible for that person that is ultimately thinking like, I really want to feel strong and confident in my body. And there is one step before that, before they would work with this coach that they would achieve. And usually when it comes to freebies and that sort of idea, you want to think about what is an objection that I could help overcome. And so we know that there are very common objections such as I don't have time, I don't have money, I can't make the commitment, I don't know if this is going to work for me, and I need to check with my spouse. If we know that those are the objections, you want to make sure that your freebie really helps overcome one of those objections. So let's say we pick the time objection. So we're going to show them how to get a workout in from home in 30 minutes, or maybe it's a a clean shopping list to go to the grocery store and get these items and you're going to be able to prep these meals. Maybe another objection is I don't know what to eat, or I'm not sure how to not make a bunch of different meals for my family. As you can see, it is important that these offers connect instead of being completely random. And usually where the best one actually comes is splintering something that you are teaching in your core offer as your freebie so that you're not having to do a bunch of work, but you can just kind of take one of the things that you teach and you can make it available for your freebie. And so then when you back it up one more step, you think about, oh, okay, so what would be engaging content or things that I could talk about that lead to this person, let's just say we we choose the one around them not having a lot of time. So you're going to give them, let's say, 10 time-saving tips on how to get your workout in at home. So if you back up from there, what are some of the things or questions that these people have around actually getting fit? And what are some of the maybe misunderstandings that they currently have that ultimately lead to this freebie that you're going to offer. So to make this connection, it is important to be surveying your audience and asking them questions about what are the biggest challenges that you are facing right now? Because what works really well, think about like a blog post. If you go to a page and it is, you know, all about, let's just say in my line of work, it's about the best types of posts that you should 
have on your social media if you are in online business. The best freebie I could have is something along the lines of, hey, get my five social posting templates here below. Like it's so obvious that if they are interested in reading that content, that that freebie would make sense to them. That is what you're thinking about in this scenario. So when you're talking about something on social, it should be so obvious that your freebie is exactly what that person needs. And that is how you make sure that your content is engaging. But engaging is only the first aspect of it. The content not only has to be engaging and answering the questions that your ideal customers have, but it also needs to push them to a place that they're able to make the next step. Because that is the biggest miss in marketing is that we don't think through what is the next step. And then we end up doing all this work, but we don't have that call to action figured out of where they should actually go next. That becomes a lot of work without a lot of gain. When it comes to creating engaging content, you really want to get it from what your ideal customers, the questions they're already asking and answering those questions with that call to action being your freebie that can ultimately solve their problem. That really covers the bucket of education and what engaging content looks like under education. Now, if you've never done an ideal customer profile, this is a super important component of understanding this. And if you haven't checked out our ideal customer cheat sheet, you definitely, definitely should. You can go to ashleyshaw.ca slash ICCS to have a look at this and get a copy. It is only $7 and it regularly would sell for $97. So make sure that you check this out because it is a really key component in not creating a bunch of content and then not having a purpose for it and it not connecting back to who you're actually speaking to. And if you are in our Authentic Marketing Funnel membership in Social Selling Secrets, we actually have two modules, one that is on your ideal customer, the basics, and then we have an advanced workshop that actually shows you how to go online and find out the exact language of what your ideal customers are saying. Using their exact language is so important. It instantly builds trust and rapport, and it really connects with them because you can say, you know, for example, I want to lose weight. But if that's not how your ideal customer says it, maybe they say, I want to tone up. You're not going to hit on that same spot that really deeply connects with that feeling and emotion and with that value. And that is a big miss for a lot of people. So the other area that we want to think about our content is we want to think about this idea of entertaining. This is coming from a place of what are some of the common memes or things that people in your industry would find funny. We don't always just want a bunch of educational content and behind the scenes content. We also want to be entertained. This is a really good opportunity to look at different TikToks or memes that are circulating in your community. And I don't mean your community is like, you know, let's say you're a beauty consultant. That's not really what I mean. I mean more so take it a step back. Like if you talk to moms, then you probably want to add in some memes around moms because it sort of widens the net a little bit more. And then you can get specific, you know, more behind the scenes with what you do and that sort of idea. It doesn't mean you couldn't include, you know, some TikToks and memes about makeup, but don't make it all about that because if people aren't interested in that area, 
then they're not going to be lured in. And it's important that you pique curiosity with your content, get people drawn in, and then you can be, you know, you can explain and share more of the behind the scenes in your social media content as well. But you don't want to be so narrow there that you're not attracting people that find out about you through other means, like because they're a mom or something like that. And then never, you know, they would never find you if all you talked about was makeup, for example. So you do want to have that spread of entertainment on a couple of those other areas just so that you can draw those people in. I really, really hope that this episode today was helpful and that you're able to really see why it's so important to have engaging content. And I guess the last thing I would say before we wrap up here just about engaging content is it is a bit of trial and error. So what you would want to do is have these posts that you put out there and every month look back and see what were my top posts and do more of that because it is important that you are in touch with what your audience wants and that you're always evaluating that and doing more because these things change, right? Like the education component is going to change. What they're interested in may change and you may hit upon something that you're like, holy smokes, I didn't, I can't believe that caught so much engagement. And you definitely, definitely want to be able to do more of those things. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Hey coach, if you're not getting engagement on your posts and you're not sure why, or you want to find challengers and coaches, but they're not coming to you and you don't know what you're doing wrong, or you want the shortcut to growing your coaching business fast, but feel like there's something keeping you from gaining momentum. My ideal customer cheat sheet is designed specifically for you. I like to call it my secret weapon and you will too. You can post pretty pictures with great captions, but if you're not talking directly to your ideal customer, you won't get what you're looking for. My ideal customer cheat sheet contains a process most coaches have never even heard of, and it will help you get crystal clear on exactly who your ideal customer is and how to talk to them. That's what makes this your new secret weapon to slowing the scroll for immediate engagement. Go check it out at ashleyshaw.ca slash ICCS. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash ICCS.